So, Tamid, what are we going to talk about today? Today, we're going to talk about coronavirus and its effects on the stock market of Bangladesh. Hi everyone, this is Rafi and this is Tamil. We're the hosts of the Bangladesh Experience podcast and we will have insightful conversations with business professionals, industry experts and a whole lot more. Welcome to one of the first and definitely the best podcast in Bangladesh. Financial markets worldwide responded wildly to the coronavirus pandemic and Bangladesh is no exception. Global air travel fell over 80%, basic medical supplies were suddenly in short supply, supply chains were broken, and the world came to a standstill. The effects of COVID-19 will be felt long after the virus is gone. But let's start from the beginning, Tamid, shall we? Okay, Rafi. Um, the thing is, of course, you know, due to the coronavirus, the whole world did shake in terms of its financial instruments, and that includes the stock market of any country. So Bangladesh is no exception in that case. And But the interesting thing is, even before the world stopped due to the coronavirus, uh, Bangladesh already was in some sort of banking crisis uh, before, you know, before 2020. And despite the fact that over the last 10 years, uh, we had an average 8.2% per GDP growth, which is pretty impressive. But due to, you know, like all the bad things that happened uh, throughout the years in regards to our banking system, uh, our, stock, our stock market did not actually shoot up like it was supposed to, as per our GDP, right? So uh, just because the banking sector is, uh, has been extremely weak throughout the years, the stock market was also very weak. And uh, we had that major crash in 2010, you know, Dhaka Stock Exchange. We will talk about Dhaka Stock Exchange because uh, as far as I know, over 90% of our turnover uh, are between uh, Dhaka Stock Exchange and Chittagong Stock Exchange. So out of this 100%, 90% of the transactions happen in the Dhaka Stock Exchange. Uh, Dhaka Stock Exchange is much bigger than uh, Chittagong Stock Exchange market. So we're going to emphasis on DSC today. Okay. So... So since 2010, uh, despite the fact that we had a you know uh, a very good GDP growth rate, uh, our stock market really never took off. So before we you know like go into details, Rafi, do you want to uh, do you want to give any overview about the generic terms of stock markets uh, for those viewers you know who are not from basically uh, uh, who are not that adept in terms of understanding those generic terms. Like, what is stock market? What is share market? Do you want to give an overview or like, I'll go on? You give the generic terms overview and I'll go through the entire timeline from 2010 to the recent times of what happened after that. Perfect. So basically, uh, a stock market is similar to share market. So a share market, you know, like we always see it in the news. A share market is basically where shares are uh, either they get issued or they are traded in. So the main difference between a stock market and a share market is in, in a stock market, like in DST Dhaka Stock Exchange, what you do is you basically trade financial instruments, which are, you know, like uh, bonds and then mutual bonds and then shares of companies. Uh, you, can, you can do all sort of trading in a stock market, but in a share market, you can only 
uh, trade shares. So that's the major difference. And the key, fa- the key factor in a stock exchange is uh, the fact that you know it also has uh, all the facilities in regards to trading company stocks and any other securities. So let's say you know a stock may be bought or like sold, and the the only requirement is in that regards that it has to be listed on the stock exchange that you're trying to trade in okay so if that's let's say you want to buy a stock name a name a that's the name of the stock is a so if you want to buy that then it has to be listed in that specific uh, stock exchange market so in in dsc right so so it is the meeting place basically as a stock market is basically a meeting place for buyers and sellers who trade stocks so as i said earlier uh, bangladesh's premier uh, stock exchanges are dsc and csc so Dhaka stock exchange and chidang stock, uh, stock exchange so before we go into that uh, i let's say you know how the companies how do the companies get invested in the stock market so we do have a company you do have several companies as well but our companies normally are you know private limited companies like let's say my company Marathi, it's a private limited company a plc but uh, but if a company goes public so that's how it gets enlisted in the stock market okay so a primary market is basically where a company gets registered okay uh, due to uh, you know uh, when they issue a certain amount of shares and then they raise money through through that process and this is what you know the concept of getting listed in a stock exchange is so when a company enters a primary markets to raise capital so if the company is selling their share for the very first time it's basically called an ipo the initial public offering okay so this is the process how the company becomes public from private so when a company goes through that process of offering ipo they become a public company so basically now public are directly proportionally involved in their you know trading uh, so now what secondary market is that's the interesting part the so secondary market basically means is when let's say the new securities have already been sold in the primary market right through the ipo and all that so now after that the same company shares they get traded in the secondary market so so the secondary market is basically they offer uh, the other investors a chance to exit the investment they initially made in the IPO. So let's say I initially bought like 100 shares through the IPO. Now I want to, you know, like I I want to exchange my stock or let's say I want to buy another company's share. So through secondary market, what I can do is I can make transactions with other investors, okay? So I can sell my shares uh, to other investors or I can buy uh, uh, shares from other investors as well. So that's why uh, secondary market is very important and also there are the concept of you know investors conduct those transactions through more or less you know like you all i'm pretty sure you heard of brokers right so they're basically the intermediary here okay who facilitated the whole process so that's basically how the whole concept of uh, stock market works and uh, there are also other minor terms but if it if it requires then i will explain them as well so there are, you know, like there are mutual funds and there are bonds and bonds basically, you know, like when you're a company, what do you do is you take out loans from certain banks, right? So let's say you know, I took out loans from AB Bank or whatever that is. But a bond is when a company borrows money from like multiple investors in exchange for timely payments of interest. Okay. 
That's what bond is. It's basically a loan from investors, right? So this the bond is means the bond is literally a means of investing money by lending to others. And that's why the whole concept is uh, called a debt instrument because you're raising money by debt. That's what basically it is, right? When you invest in bond, it will show the face value and uh, the money being borrowed, the coupon rate or yield, whatever you call it. And the interest rate, the borrower has to pay the coupon or interest payments. And the deadline, and we know, yeah, I am pretty sure you have also heard uh, the term maturity date. So the deadline for paying that money back is called a maturity date. So that's basically what bond and like, you know, mutual funds and all those terms are. And if we need further clarifications, well, you know, while we're going to talk about the coronavirus thing, uh, we'll get back to it. So Rafi, will you please give us a, a very good, a narrow overview of what basically happened from uh, 2010 up until now before the coronavirus happened. Right. So now that we've explained all the technical mumbo jumbos to you, let's get back to the timeline of it. Since the stock market crash of 2010, Dhaka Stock Exchange has had a very challenging time in regaining its sustainability. Just when things were starting to look up at 2017-18-ish timeline, the Bangladesh general elections were held, and it was held in 2018. And that had a very negative effect on the market because you see the stock market in all countries, they love stability. And when election is going on, there are chances that, you know, government will change and things will be unstable. So usually the general scenario is stock markets do not like unstable scenarios. So analysts uh, expected the market to bounce back because the same government was re-elected. But unfortunately, that was not the case. So the market was still struggling from 2018 to you know the present time, 2020. And then COVID-19 came. And in the first wave of COVID-19, there were limited operation of businesses and closure of non-essential services like hotels and traveling. So that didn't affect it so much. And then the second wave came, which reduced movements of people even farther and cut down production and supply chains. And that's when the stock markets were starting to take a hit. And soon came unemployment and job cuts. People who thought themselves of having a steady job suddenly found themselves jobless and the country started into somewhat of a panic. And of course, because of all these factors, Almost all companies were suffering loss and were clinging to hang on. So what happened on March 2020 was an unprecedented move in the stock market. And this move was inspired by Karachi, Pakistan. So Bangladesh Securities and Exchange Commission, this is called the BSEC, they introduced, they are the authority controlling these things. So they introduced a floor price for all stocks. So what the floor price is, it's designed to stop the natural fall of stock markets. So this was a very significant decision and ensured that every listed company's uh, stock price was set at a certain price and the price could not be traded any lower than that. So this was designed to protect the companies and investors alike. So Thamit, tell us what went wrong with this um, plan and strategy. 
Well, what you basically explained here, you know, like like you said, uh, the BSEC took this historic decision uh, just so that, you know, like every listed company's stock price was at a certain rate and the prices, you know, so that they, they don't get traded lower than that. But uh, yeah, of course, the calculation was very simple. Uh, the concept was basically uh, for the last five days or like you know, the average of five preceding training days, uh, closing price for all stock traded on March 19th. So the whole concept is basically to, you know, like to stop the bleeding. But the problem is uh, this is what, this is what, you know, like the PSEC or the DSEC thought the only way to stop the bleeding. But this sudden implementation of this rule, because there was basically, you know, like no example except from the Karachi one you mentioned of this happening any, anywhere else in the world. So this sudden implementation, like this caused a huge, a massive com- confusion between uh, the investors. Like they, they literally had no idea how to deal with that situation because it was completely alien to them, right? The fact that, you know, like there was this... Uh, average floor price floor price and when that's when you have an average floor price that means you are literally restricted in terms of training so and also you know they also had confusion that like whether it was actually a normal mean average or it was a moving average where the floor price would change uh, let's say after every five days like they initially mentioned so this massive confusion forced many investors many active investors uh, to go outside the market you know and uh, because they were they were panicking and they were looking for ways to get clarified like actually what's happening and how to move whether to sell shares or not whether to hold on to them so but the problem is it was uh, the whole thing was declared as you said in march 19th right the problem is literally after seven days of that so they, they had only five working days basically right so Literally after a week at March 26, 2020, unfortunately, uh, Bangladesh entered into a lockdown due to the coronavirus situation. So the government declared a general holiday for 10 days uh, from March, 2000, uh, March 26, 2020. And for that specific reason, you know, uh, the regulator uh, of the stock market, BSEC, they decided to follow the government orders and they more or less, you know, stopped trading. So, Rafi, will you, you know, will you take it from here? Like, what actually happened after that? So, like you said, the investors got confused and the calculation was just messed up because people, uh, the actual calculation was that the floor price changed every five days. But everybody thought that the it was a moving, changing, like it changed every day. So that was very confusing for everyone. But soon after that, the country entered into complete lockdown. And after the government declared a general holiday, only essential services were allowed to operate. And because a holiday was declared, the stock market was closed. But note that in this timeline, no other major stock exchanges around the world were closed. So the initial argument for keeping the stock market closed was to avoid people from getting infected. A noble argument for sure, but when you factor in the fact that the virus is not going away until a vaccine is developed, which normally takes at least 18 months, and with completely new virus like this, 
it is very uncertain when it's going to be released so because of these factors people should really think of alternative methods rather than closing down the entire stock exchange for an uncertain periods of time because that in my opinion will do more harm than good so there are 2.6 million bo account holders in these stock exchanges of bangladesh and when the markets are closed all of these people have lost some form of investment which would be really helpful at an extraordinarily tough time like this and the issue of margin loans also come up if you're not familiar with those so many investors what they do is they take out loans to buy stocks but now that the stock markets are closed and many investors already took out loans so they are having to pay interest on loans taken out and imagine having to pay loans on asset that isn't even performing so that's just very unfortunate for the people who took out loans so uh, that was another unfortunate thing that happened and brokers they are another group of people that suffered a lot because of this as they had absolutely zero revenue coming in for many months when the country was in lockdown so the entire scenario was just unfortunate and sad yeah and like you said about bo account holders what they basically had to do they had to liquidate their shares you know due to the uh, coronavirus and the fact that stock market was closed and what they had to do basically is to liquidate their shares and to raise cash uh, to you know like complement their livelihood but and uh, in common market uh, in in common stock market through the world the uh, the basic notion of education is that it is always always advisable that uh, one should not invest in the stock market if the investor may need to recoup his cash within a very very short amount of time so so basically as i said you know like we need to shed some light about the, the concept of momentum investors in bangladesh and uh, in in the whole you know in worldwide if you uh, if you see the famous book the intelligent investors and uh, the concept that is generally recommended by famous investors like warren buffett stock market investment should really be for the long run but uh, however the reality in bangladesh is basically uh, due to the fact that we have a very low or more or less mediocre levels of financial education we cannot possibly expect our retail investors quote i'm quoting here because retail investors to follow you know to follow this long term uh, long run practice all the time so although we can hope they do but the reality is very different and this is what happened here like as you say with uh, uh, there there are also the issue of margin loans so those 2.6 million bo account holders they had it really tough uh, in that time and not only that um, uh, if we can you know it's like zoom in uh, towards the international uh, the international investors basically what happened the biggest damage that that actually happened is basically uh, it literally scarred the market confidence of bangladesh as a market you know like no matter you know the all the countries throughout the world they injected uh, liquid liquid money through through a lot of sim- stimulus package which bangladesh did as well but what happened you know like rafi i'm pretty sure that you are aware of the v curve uh, in other stock exchange like uh, you know exactly so basically more or less what they did they recovered right but in bangladesh the opposite is happening um like a ripple effect is happening basically it's still going downwards and if you go ahead and explain the v curve and 
why the ripple effect is happening in Bangladesh, like why the foreign investors are not, you know, feeling confident about Bangladesh stock market. Will you shed some light on that? So the V-curve, what it actually is, is before the coronavirus, uh, the stock markets in other countries were usually stable. But after that, uh, you know, just like the V, it came down and then it went up because things were starting to go to normal, right? But in Bangladesh, what happens? What, what happened is people, foreign investors, even the country's investors, they just lost all sort of trust, right? Yeah, because I want to pin on that here because um, not only uh, the major reason behind that is, you know, like... Uh, in between this pandemic, I mean, it's still there, but uh, at the height of this pandemic, literally, as you said, in 26 March, uh, Bangladesh stock market was closed, basically, the TSC, the main one. Uh, throughout the, in Bangladesh, it's basically 14% of GDP, our TSC, right? It's, uh, as far as I know, the market capitalization is around $34 billion. So, no other stock market in the world. Uh, Bangladesh, the DSC is the 44th largest stock market in the world. And by market capitalization, no other stock market in the world was closed for a month, which DSC was. DSC was closed for literally a month from March 26th and up until uh, late April. So only the Colombo Stock Exchange was closed for a month, which is uh, which still has like one third of the market capitalization of DSC, which is around $14 billion. So it's very, very, it's very, very predictable that uh, the impact of this closure will be substantial, especially to our, you know, like trade earners or like 2.6 million PO account holders. For them, it, it was supposed to be, you know, a very, very, uh, I think, most probably the largest blow since 2010 market crash. So for that specific reason, the only thing that happened was uh, due to that flooring thing and then after the market closure, what happened is they lost their confidence. So not only that uh, they lost their confidence, uh, the foreign investors, they have also echoed their frustrations for not being able to have access to the market to liquidate, you know, like their holdings whenever they decide. Because the whole thing became uh, very, you know, very customized. Like what, what DSEC did or BSEC, uh, their prolonged closure of trading and then their, that flooring for that specific reason, the foreign investors was not being able to liquidate their holdings whenever they wanted to. And you can't even blame, you know, the foreign investors for getting mad or even our country's investors because it is unprecedented to close a stock exchange for a month. And at a time like this, people may need to cash out. I mean, I understand that uh, share market and stock exchange, it's always for the long run. I see a lot of, you know, uh, finance shows and whatnot. And I understand that everything here is from the long run. But at emergency situations like this, people need to cash out. And when you uh, close the stock mar uh, stock exchange for a month, people are bound to get mad. And when you lose people's trust, it hurts you more long term than you know short term. So as time goes, you'll see that foreign investors will no longer trust Bangladesh and invest here because they'll think that, oh, what if the another emergency happens and they just close their stock stock exchanges? So that's the negative side, in my opinion. Yeah, that's what that 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 is the reason, you know, like the negatives that you've mentioned. These are the reasons, and also like you know, we have that uh, with that we don't have that financial literacy uh, uh, for also the fact that the digital, you know, uh, inadequacy in our uh, 
uh, stock market brokers. This is this is another reason uh, the, uh, the panic ensued. Uh, for that specific reason, uh, when you know, like the V curve thing. Uh, in fact, Bangladesh stock market they followed the the trend of the whole global stocks in terms of dropping, but when it's refusing to make a turnaround when the global stocks are rising Bangladesh, you know, Bangladesh, the stock market of Bangladesh is still going downward so that's a very concerning matter and what I feel for is basically I'm scared you know like the fact that throughout the world the biggest indexes like S&P 1 they rebounded with 37% uh, their point their point is like more than 3000 now but what I what I'm scared about is I don't think Bangladesh uh, Bangladesh has the potential. Of course, Bangladesh has the potential to rebound, but I think it's going to be very tough to, you know, like get back one third of, uh, one, basically around thirty percent that it did fall uh, throughout the last couple of months. So, I think the banking sector it has to be a way stronger in regards of dealing with or like when they're yielding the government bonds. Otherwise, you know, like banks would what banks they would do like they would prefer. To, uh, they would prefer the bonds to lending money to the private sector and investing in the stock. And this is what will help in, in this tough time, in this very tough time. And no matter what our Federal Reserve is trying to do, they're trying to inject you know, liquidation there, like by injecting cash. But it's still, uh, as far as I know, it's still not working. So despite the fact that Balanced Bank's trying to you know, take steps to ease the monetary supply, I think we what we need is in, uh, we need more policy support, and you know like our banking policy needs to be uh, way sharper in the historic times, so that at at least you know like 2.6 million people and almost 14% of our GDP, which is being held by the stock market, it just doesn't go berserk. It should not go outright and collapse right now because we need we need it to work for for the sake of our economy, right? So Rafi, the fact that you know our our stock market has been closed or suspended for more than two months, uh, from March 26 to May 30, and literally our policy intervene, uh, our policy makers had to intervene the situation, and they had to uh, they had to go through two separate processes. The first one was basically to you know uh, introduce that floor price concept, and then also they had to stop the whole stock market, which was also unprecedented. So what do you think about the future prospect of Bangladesh stock market? Like the foreign investors, they're saying uh, that it's it's very bleak. But what do you think that whether we have the capability to come back? Uh, well, it certainly does look bleak initially because we certainly lost a lot of trust and we just don't have the momentum. The thing with stock markets around the world is it's, it depends a lot on momentum. So... Um, you know, just like I said that foreign investors don't have trust, you can always gain the trust back in the long run. So it depends on how our country has plays our cards right now. So if we can maintain a momentum and consistency, then maybe I think we have a bright future, but only time will tell. Let's see. Yeah, and as you know, as the general convention of any stock market is, if we see all the crashes throughout the world, throughout the history, normally when it's always the V curve, like when it's when the stock prices they go down very fast, normally the market when when it falls very fast, it rises fast as well. 
Like this is what happened with all the other stock markets, even in this pandemic, in this global pandemic. So hopefully, by by its very nature, our country will get back. And the full, uh, when the floor uh, price gets lifted, most probably foreign investors they will come back as well. And hopefully, uh, we'll get back to where we were. And because you always have to understand, we do have a very very steady GDP growth, and hopefully that will help us to go there. So let's end in a very positive note. So that's our two cents on coronavirus and its impact on the stock market of Bangladesh. And we'll have a decent article up on our website. Do visit there if you want to be a guest. Again, go to our website. Everything is neatly there. And we'll see you next week on our next episode. You've made it till the end of the episodes. Thank you very much for listening and we hope you learned something new. If you want to be a guest on the show, go to our website and you will find a be our guest page where all the details are given. And if you have any suggestions, leave them at the contact form on the website. Peace.